Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Well, we've reached the end of the year. Hello. Ah, Man, it really feels like we shouldn't be here, but we are so ready to be here at the same time. We somehow made it. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you just literally think about the beginning of April Mm -hmm. and like where your mindset was. And it was like, well, we were two or three weeks into sort of Florida. So we were like half stay at home orders. Uh, there was a time period where there were stay-at-home orders because yeah. we had to get, um, like, official papers that said that we could be out on oh, the road yeah. going to work. Do you was remember? Was that for, like, a month or two months? Like a month? A month, I think. A month. It wasn't because I remember leaving work, and I was like, oh, my God, everybody is just at my house right now. I need to do something. So I would just, like, go through a drive through just to get something to eat, just to do something that wasn't just going straight home. That yeah. was very difficult. And I and you realize that other states are still doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. like just started up, like started over up on the again. west side. Like my buddy mm-hmm. in Colorado, they're on like red zone, I guess, where it's like you can't go anywhere. I know. And, and it's December. I didn't realize this. I have a one of my college friends who lives in Virginia Beach. Um, this entire school year, it's been mandatory virtual from home mm. for her. So she's been like trying to facilitate homeschooling of a first grader who I'm j- I'm sorry. Kids that age don't do that well. They don't do that. They don't They don't know how to learn in that way right. Yeah. Right. across a computer screen. Mm-hmm. So um, she's been doing that, and she actually sent me a little note, and I was asking her how it's going, and she was like, you know, it's going so badly that oh. I'm pulling him out of school for um, the spring quarter semester or whatever and just straight homeschooling him. Yeah. And then hopefully when he when his second grade next fall rolls around, he can just go back to school. Because she's like, it's so difficult and it's so disconnected that I can't. So I was like, that weirds me out that other places are still doing that. But during that time, that's what I felt too. It's like I, as a, a the human, type of human that I am, I need some alone time to right. recharge. And when we were going through that lockdown phase – and you didn't have anywhere to escape, it was mentally very difficult. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. And then for people, you know, that's like the surface level, but then you have the people who lost their jobs right. and yeah. homes. Who and, couldn't go anywhere because they had nothing to do. Yeah, or they lost someone to COVID. Yeah. I mean, what a year mm-hmm. we have gone through. Um, but we're going to get to sort of like wrapping up the year since this is our last podcast of the year and our New Year's resolutions. I did want to start off the podcast today with an apology. Oh. Oh. I've got to apologize. Why? I let my emotions get the best of me. Um, I got a message from a Miguel and Holly fan member and a uh, platypus posse uh, person. Yeah. Oh. Who probably is no longer a platypus posse Yeah. <clears throat> Her name is Rochelle. Kay. Here's what she said. Hello, Miguel. I just wanted to let you know I have been a Miguel and Holly fan member since you've been here in Tampa Bay. 
You, Holly, and Scott have gotten me through many hard times, and when I went through major depression in the past, listening to your show in the mornings made me feel like I wasn't alone. I've listened to your political podcast in the past, and I know you are all liberal, and I have never been offended in the past because I actually enjoy listening to political views that are different from my own, because the only way we will stop being so divided in this country is by listening and trying to understand different points of view that we disagree with. But when you are calling people dumb because they have a different opinion than you— That is where I draw the line. I don't think I've ever felt so offended by someone I looked up to. I have no hate for you, and I wish you, Holly, and Scott the best, but I will no longer be listening to your show. Mm. So I responded back, and I said, thank you for taking the time to write. I'm pretty sure that wasn't easy to do that. And I'm sure it wasn't very easy to be as um, respectful. Right, absolutely. As she was. Absolutely. And I said, I completely understand. And I said, well, let me sort of walk you through where I was coming from in that moment. And it wasn't the podcast that we did um, Wednesday. It was the one we did on Tuesday. And I told her that I try 100% to always be um, as open and fair when it comes to talking about politics. Because I understand that it's three of us that are pretty much think the same way when it comes to politics. And if you are conservative, listening to people that you don't agree with can be hard for either side when there's not someone there representing your point of view. And we always try to be like, well, I want to understand. That's why we had that Republican guy, your friend Scott, come on and sort of, you know, show us his point of view for things. So we're not just sitting in this echo chamber. That's what we always try to do. Well, we had not done a podcast for almost a month after the election because of COVID. Yeah. Um, and then when we got back in the studio, we just had a lot of stuff going on. Didn't have time to address the um, election. So me as a very passionate uh, political news junkie who I intake all of what I see and what I read. And we are, because of our company, aren't really able to post political very partisan political stuff on our social media. So the outlet that I would normally have to sort of write those sort of feelings and thoughts out in a very personal way, I don't have anymore. And so we don't talk about it on our show. My job, and even if I didn't have a radio show, I would be at my lunch break somewhere talking to whoever would listen to me and saying, here are my thoughts. Yeah, That's how I release what is inside of me, is I talk it out. On And I just happened to be fortunate to have a platform. Well, the way I talked about it was me being very emotional and very, um, I was just emotional. And I said things in anger Mm -hmm. and in frustration because honestly, no. And I, I, I haven't listened back to it, so I don't know what I said after I said that people who voted for him were dumb. I don't mean that. And I think... I'm pretty sure in that show I said, you know what, I probably went too far. I don't think that all people are dumb. I just don't understand how people, especially at this point in the game, could still defend President Donald Trump trying to say that 
the election was stolen and rigged. And it's frustration and it's sadness that this is where we are as a country. And I pull back and look at the bigger picture and see the harm and the damage that these things are done because we now have a segment of our country that we will never be able to get back. They will always forever believe that elections in this country are rigged, Mm. that they're not free and fair, and that Democrats are evil and they're trying to steal the election from you all the time. That's damaging to us on either side Mm -hmm. because I don't think that about all Republicans. I just don't understand how people can still stick up for that when literally it's damaging our thing. And I said that in anger and in frustration, and I'm an emotional person which is why I don't debate people, which is why I don't fight with people, because I don't know how to, like, step back and control myself when I get that heated. So I'm sorry. If you are a Republican, if you are conservative, and I, like I said, I hope I said that in the last podcast, but if I didn't, let me make it very clear. If you voted for Donald Trump, if you still stick up for Donald Trump, I don't think you are dumb. If you hold racist views and sexist and misogynistic Mm. views then you're dumb. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you feel those way, all that, if you voted for Donald Trump. Those (laughs) don't go hand in hand. It's not all, like, I think I said this, you can't paint everyone with the same brush. No. Because it just, that that actually further divides the divide that's already there. Absolutely. And I would love to get to a point in our country where, because there will always be dirty stuff. You will always have people that are loud mouths that are screaming from both sides, yes. trying to point a finger at the other side, saying they're evil. Yeah. Most Americans, and I've said this over and over and over again, most Americans are not evil. They're not trying to overthrow the government. Most people are like, take less taxes out, take care of my roads, let me have a good school, and leave me alone about how I'm trying to get freaky deaky in the bedroom. Yeah. That's how most people feel, you know? Yes. So I I deeply, 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 deeply apologize because I never want anyone to walk away thinking that I think that they're dumb for what they do, unless it is something very hateful and heinous. Or harmful mm. to others. Absolutely. Right? But And that wasn't. So I, right. I appreciate that. Um, you know, and I appreciate her. I think you said her name was Rochelle. Uh-huh. Um, I appreciate her for, like you said, reaching out because she could have easily just turned it off. Yeah. And then hated you. Right. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I can't really blame her if she did. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, spreading that word. Right. But there was at least an exchange. Yeah. Right. It was. So I apologize. And um, hopefully if you are conservative and you are still listening, just know that I would always and we will always love to hear your perspective. So if you hear something like that on the podcast and you're like, all right, Miguel, well, the news of what you're saying or or the opinions that you're telling is, is not real, we'd love to have you come on. And it won't doesn't have to be a debate. We're going back and forth. If they could just you being like, hey, let me just correct some things or just writing <laughs> us and letting us know. Yeah. That's why we call it the Miguel and Holly fam mm-hmm. is because sometimes we agree on stuff and sometimes we don't. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and this is why I hope, Rochelle, you still come back to us at some point, because I would hope that with any relationship in your life or my life, all the years and all of the things that we've the rapport we've built up through the years can't hopefully won't just be smashed away by you know something said in anger or in frustration mm. but if it is 
I get it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. But hopefully not. Right. Right. So that I just wanted to get that off my chest okay. today. All right. I'm glad you did. Um, and before we get to the New Year's resolution, Scott, you have something really cool happening that you're doing this weekend. Yeah. Uh, what's today? Okay. 17th. Okay, the 17th. Yeah, on the 19th, I'm going to be running my first marathon. Oh. 26.2 miles. Yeah. One shot. How are you feeling? You know, honestly, I'm very nervous. I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited that it's finally here. I'm very excited for way like how I'm gonna feel as soon as I finish it. Yeah. But you know, it's gonna be it's like five hours of just running, and mm. you got to get yourself so locked in. And right now, the whole thing that I'm going through is just I'm locking my mind in that it's just gonna happen. There's no doubt it's gonna happen. I will make it happen. But it's also, you know, when you're going into a situation like, man, this is going to hurt. It's so going to hurt a lot. It takes five hours to do this? It's going to, like, I kind of, it'll probably take about four and a half hours to yeah. five. Because I kind of look at the time I've been going already. And the longest I've ever run is 16 miles. And I did that in about two hours and, like, 45 minutes. So I kind of think of, like, ten more miles. I'll probably slow down a little bit because my legs will start to give. Yeah. But it'll probably take about, you know, 4.30. So have you, wait a minute. So have you not run 26 miles straight No, before? so usually, and this is for a lot of runners, you don't ever really hit that before you hit your first one. Oh. Because what you, what's going to happen, and this is just, one, how your mind works, and also what I've heard through other people training is, like, once you get to about 16 or 18, like, that last lick, you're going to get it from adrenaline. Got you're so it. close. And I kind of do a thing, and once I get past halfway, I start going backwards. Mm-hmm. And so, like, okay, 10 miles up, I'm like... That's nothing. I just ran 16. Yeah. Like, that is nothing compared to this. Okay. And also, it's, you know, if you are just, you know, this is the first podcast you're listening to. I'm running a marathon to raise money for Metropolitan Ministries, an organization here in Tampa Bay, because I wanted to just find a way to just give back to families who are struggling this year. And because, you know, my family has gone through just a, a ton this year, and we lost my mom a couple months ago, and I made her a promise. And I said, all right, this year, I know, like, our year is going to look different no matter what, whether she's, you know, sadly no longer with us for the holidays. But even before, it was just going to look different. And I told her, I was like, no matter what, those things that we've installed over the 24 years of my life, like I want to make sure somebody else is at least able to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And that was a promise I made to her. And when she passed, I had a, a thought that I was like, well, you know, it was really tough to try to get back on my feet and want to do it. But at the end of the day, I made the promise, and I wasn't going to back out of that promise. And so now, you know, we've raised $6,000, over $6,000 now, going to Metropolitan Ministries to help families get food and toys for the holidays. And honestly, I just wanted to find a way to bring families together because that is, like, the most special thing to me in my heart. And so, yeah, this this Saturday, it actually happens. When you saw that you'd reached the 6,000 mark in raising funds, like, by yourself, and just to, like, quantify how crazy this is, like, this wasn't a station promotion. Like, it was supposed to be something that— We we wanted it to be. It was. It was supposed to be the might and weight of Hot 101.5 behind it with the big voice guy and all of the personalities on talking about it, and we cheering him on and having promotions out there and having a big old thing. But because of the pandemic— and it's sort of like it's 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 good that our company takes it so seriously. Yeah. But then it's frustrating when you're trying to do something for good and you're like, can we just do it? And they're like, nope. They're like, no, we, we cannot do no anything. Events. We said nothing in person and we're sticking to it. 
understandable. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you did this on your own, we only talked about it a few times. Yeah. Because we also had other things that yeah. we were raising money for while yeah. you were raising money for this. So we didn't want to dilute the message. Um, that you did this on your own. Like, yeah. we shared it a couple of times. We talked about it on our individual social medias, but you did this. Yeah. What was it like when you saw that you'd raised $6,000? I mean, to be completely honest, it's pretty unbelievable. Like, I can't really wrap my head around it yet because it doesn't feel real. Be- when I first did this, and I don't know how to make this any more clear than I was so scared to even make the announcement that I wanted to do this. Because in my head, and I think... We all kind of have these little doubts where I was like, nobody's going to give an F. Mm. Like, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to have a couple close people be like, oh, that's cool. And I was scared, and I put my goal at $2,400 because I was like, okay, like, if I hit that, holy crap. Like, that means, like, my closest people, you know, my dad gave a lot of money, and I donated a lot of money, and my grandma stepped in. But as soon as we hit that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it just kind of makes you feel like there's a lot more people that have your back than you could ever imagine. And mm. for me, I I needed that. You know, in that moment, like, when I made that announcement, I guess I didn't know the support that really comes along and the hands on my shoulder. And I was like, it feels so good. And it feels like it gives me the strength to honestly get up mm. and keep going. And then when I was doing the training for this and I'm, like, having days where I'm like, I just don't want to do this crap anymore. Like, I am so tired of just honestly like everything that was being thrown everyone's way this year. But then when you see that, it's like, okay, well, we just reached $3,000, just reached 4000 5000 $6,000. And then when I think about it and I kind of break it down, like how many families that's going to help, that like literally I have goosebumps on my body. Like that is the whole entire point of why I'm doing it. And so I know as soon as I finish on Saturday, like I kind of get choked up now, like, it's just going to be so worth it because I know it's going to hurt and it's going to be so hard to get through it. But I'm like, I did this for that reason and it paid off. Mm-hmm. That feeling can't be taken away. And mm. so right now it's unbelievable. I can't wrap my head around it. But as soon as we're able to give that money to Metropolitan Ministries and families are really able to be affected in a positive light from all the negative stuff that has happened this year, it's going to be amazing. Mm. That is so heartwarming and also inspiring. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't, I had so many thoughts going into the, when I first thought of this idea, I was just, I got so mad at myself because there's a moment where I just kind of not, didn't want to do it. Yeah. I was like, ah, well, it's an idea. Like maybe I could wait next year. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that I stuck through it. And mm-hmm. now we're here and it's like, okay, well, two days it happens. And again, it's just unbelievable to support people have just come along, giving me advice, giving donations, share the page, spread the word. And it's just, it's done so much. And now we've created this awesome thing that's now going to help so many people. And it's honestly like, okay, well, now once we do this, like, let's raise the bar. What's happening next year? What could mm. I, what could we really do mm-hmm. if this is just something that I just thought of a month ago? What could be next? Right. That's a powerful thing. For sure. Oh, that makes me so happy. Me too. I love yeah. that. Um, have people given you advice on like what do you do like right when you're done? Like do you do they just like do you throw up? Put like- you into the car into the back of a car because your legs probably won't be able to push a pedal or a brake on your car. Uh, well, I mean, I have a couple people that have run marathons and have given me advice, and obviously, like I'll have people there. I'll be hydrating throughout the entire thing. I'll probably stop and eat as soon as I'm done to just try to get some stuff back in my body. Luckily, though, we have an awesome friend, a chiropractor. Dr. Joe Mm -hmm. from Primal Primal Performance, who gave me some great tips yesterday when I went and saw him. He's like, well, first off, 
do you have like a pool in your complex? I was like, yes. He's like, well, it's probably going to be cold. Jump in that thing immediately. As soon as you get home, sit in that. Even though it's going to be cold, mm. it's going to help your body start recovering a little bit. And then he also like literally let me borrow these like leg sleeves. Oh, yeah. He let me borrow them. And what they do is they contract on your legs and they help like move all your lactic acid around. Oh. So instead of it just sitting there. It's gonna squeeze it my legs and start dispersing it all over. And he just, he was like, "Yeah, like you could borrow it." I'm like, "Thank you." So That's I really literally cool. have it now. I'm gonna have doing it up to the race, and then I'll do it after immediately to just make sure. And then what's funny is I also said yes to MC in a USF basketball game that night. No, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't so know if that's you, a great idea. You don't have to cancel that. I know I can't do it. I can't cancel, but I will make it work. I'll make it work. And I told him, I was like, look, like I'm gonna be, you know, running a marathon that morning. And, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to walk, but I'll be able to talk. So here's where your your <laughs> older people here will have to say, you can't do everything. No. I know you want and to. And you're not a bad person to tell people no sometimes. Yeah. So just you like no. No and no. I could do it. Don't do they have a backup? I mean, is well, there? Yeah, a but it's also like you know they're trying to go to me as the new like the guy. Yeah, but the guy is busy today. I think I'll be able to do it. Okay, all right. Like, I'll be what? But I have a couple hours to recover. Stretch. This is what. This is when I have these arguments with my daughter, where I'm like, "Are you sure you want to wear that to tumble? Because it's you're gonna get really hot." Yeah. Now I'm gonna wear it. I'm like, okay. Okay. This is when we have a lesson. Yeah. This is the lesson. That's okay. You do it. Uh-huh. We'll make it happen. I'll let you know how how it goes and. You know, if I'm able to walk, I don't expect to be able to walk fast, but, you know, a little tiny. I would be such a, like, I can feel, like, if I were a parent, because I feel that sort of paternal instinct over Scott. (laughs) I know. And I want to punch you in the face. Yeah, it's really tough. Sit your ass down. Stop. We we call that, when my, like, I learned all these swear words from my Italian grandmother, we call that being a stunada. <laughs> oh. You stunad. You being a destadura and a stunad. That's what you're doing right It'll now. It'll be fine. It'll or be fine. my mom would be like, no, sit your ass down. Mm-hmm, oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Sit your ass down. Oh. Yeah. Just, or just... then my grandmother, would, she would take a broom and, like, slap it on. Sit down. Oh wow, it's a lot of sitting. Yeah. So, all right. Well, hopefully well, that. We'll ho- I mean, thoughts and prayers. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But no, I am excited. I'm very excited. I can't believe it's actually here. And yeah, it it goes down literally in two days from now. Yes, it well, does. I'm sad I won't be able to be there. That's um, okay. But I will be there in spirit. Are yeah. you? Do you have someone like helping you with social media while you're there so we can watch along? Yeah. I mean, my dad's coming over from Vero. He's gonna ride his bike alongside with me. I have a couple friends that I think are gonna come out and either like run a little bit of it, get a bike, ride a little bit of it, skateboard a little bit, or be at like an end on one end or the other. And so, you know, I'll have them taking videos or pictures if they want. I'll yeah, probably hop to. it on. Well, yeah. I mean, my dad's done it before, where he's videotaped me and rode his bike. Kind of gets a little. You know, tricky if you're trying to one hand on the Yee. not looking at the road, whatever. We'll figure it out. I do probably, you know, I could take out my phone and take a couple videos while I'm doing it because I plan on doing that anyway. Okay. Because that's when all my like my thoughts come out and I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Let me record that one. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I'll probably put it out there. So I, I plan on trying to like like go live on my Instagram at Scott Tavlin probably like three or four times throughout it. You know, like mile nine, mile sixteen, mile twenty one. I don't know, something like that. And you start at what time? I'm gonna start around seven a.m. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. I want to get started. I'm going to see if anybody's out there that wants to run with me for at least a lick of it. Mm-hmm. And then I should be done around 1130 to noon is the plan. All right. 
right. Well, I'll be following along with you. I know. I have a I a while back when I didn't realize what the day was going to be, uh, I had a Mommy Maya day planned. Mm. Oh, she yeah, will no. be upset if I don't do that. So I will be. I'll, I'll hop on social media in the morning with you because I'll be up early. Yeah. So I'll encourage you from my phone. Oh no, I appreciate it. And again, like I I just threw it out there as like okay, like the whole plan. Like I was honestly just going to one day just wake up and do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let me just go ahead. If people want to come out, heck yeah. But yeah. I knew this year there wasn't going to be any actual races. And that's why I was like, no matter what, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And I'm just going to do it alone. But I thought it was really cool because through a lot of this training, I've been going home to Vero every weekend to hang out with my dad because of everything that's happened with my family. And he's been riding his bike alongside while I train. So like every Saturday or Sunday, I would do a long run. He'd hop on his bike and make sure I have fluids ready to go. Mm-hmm. And he would kind of keep me company and keep the route going. So He'll be coming down, and that's going to be really cool that he gets to experience that with me as well. For sure. Mm, yeah. I love it. Well, and um, what trail is it? So it'll be the ump- Upper Tampa Bay Trail. It's, okay. I mean, it's literally, look that up. It's like this trail in Upper Tampa Bay. Um, I guess that's why it's called. And I'll be start- starting at the south side, the south end, running all the way up, running back, running all the way up, and running back. Because it's seven miles up, seven miles back. So I'll do that twice. Oh, all right. Well, we will see the progress on Saturday. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it will be all complete Saturday around noon. I'll be done. Woo! Um, Scott, do you want to hit the New Year's bed? Oh, yes. Um, Let's go over our resolutions for 2021. Man, we for... in 2021 already. I know. Okay. What a year. Jeez. You're going to have to probably repeat that one a lot, so just be ready. Oh. It'll run out. Okay. Well, we don't have, I mean, probably faded out at some point. No, you wanted the whole no, time. No, I okay. wanted the whole time. the whole time. Listen, I love this. This is my, we, I only get to use this bed once I a know, year. It's yes. sad. It's sad. It sounds like so sad. Okay. <laughs> Holly, what's your New Year's resolution for 2021? Um, I want to worry less what people think of me. Mm. And it's going to take a lot because I'm a people pleaser, mm-hmm. a recovering people pleaser. I've learned a lot about myself this year particularly. I started going to therapy in 2019, um, but I feel like I didn't get to my own issues until late 2019 and then really dove in this year. So I'm a recovering codependent, recovering people pleaser and current and valued empath. So all those things all together... It makes it really difficult for me to be who I am for a couple of reasons. One, I don't know. I never knew who I was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a very chameleon-esque type of person. Right. And it was always interesting to me that I could be friends with lots of different people. And it's because I shape-shifted myself. Yeah. Like, that's how I did it. I had, like, all kind of different walks of life friends. And I would just take on their qualities to be their friend. So mm. I'm sort of discovering myself. But with that, when you don't make yourself small or dimmer or different in order to fit in, um, you then realize that people, some people just aren't going to like you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard hard for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So my goal for next year is to keep in mind that not everyone is going to like me and that's okay. Mainly because, as I'm gearing up for 2021, the plan is, and it should be hmm, actually possible in 2021, unlike this year, um, for me to just share the story that I've personally been going through for the past couple years. 
um, in some form or another. And I alluded to that last year at this time, which I apologize that it's now been a damn year and I haven't shared anything. Right. Um, but I couldn't. Um, there's a reason why I can't. So I hope to do that uh, next year at some point. And um, so I have to keep in mind the resolution to not worry as much what people are going to think about me. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully I'm I'm actually very looking forward to just talking about my shit for once. Finally. Um, so that's my goals. And that the the not worrying about what other people think as much, that's not just for the particular story that I want to share. That's just overarching for the year. Oh, yeah. Because I always worry about like what this friend is gonna think or what you and the MH fam are gonna think and how like it's I play these intense mental games with myself. And it's exhausting. Yeah. So, like to do that. Scott? So, I guess the general theme of my year is I want to just be more adventurous as in living life to the fullest. Mm. And so, what I really want to do, goal number one, this was goal number one of this past year, too. Full-time employee. Oh. Somewhere. Either here or somewhere. Mm-hmm. I need insurance. Yeah. I need benefits. Mm. I got to go to the doctor, y'all. What do you need benefits for, girl? Because I can't even go to the doctor, and the girl, dentist is expensive. It's overrated. Oh, oh well, your boy yeah. needs to get checked out. Yeah. <laughs> but also, with being more adventurous, like, it's almost, it's not the opposite of what you just said, Holly, but it's almost like I have to reframe my mind and just being open to just saying yes to things. Because in the past, I've been so structured on being like, well, no, I got to do work. Mm. Or no, I got to take more time to do this. Or like, let's say like, oh, well, I got to work out today. Sorry, I can't do it. Mm. Instead, I don't want to be like, nah. Okay, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's 6 o'clock. I might be a little tired for work the next day, but you want to go bowling? Let me go ahead and say yes. Let me do it. Like, if I really want to do it, I want to make sure that I'm putting those things in priority with spending time with friends and family, saying yes and being open to those ideas. I just got so stressed out by that. I know. I know. Someone asking me to go bowling at 6 o'clock on a Tuesday. Like, that's, I don't want that. I did it in my 20s. Like, you know what you need? You're talking about the year of yes. Yeah, that's you it. just say yes to things. That's me. Like, I'm just, I really, I'm. That's an adventure in itself. I'm excited for it because I've already started that transition of just being like, you know what? Sure, I'll do it. And like, not being so worried about how I'm going to feel. But so yeah, you're going to say yes to everything? I'm saying yes to a lot. I mean, oh. there's some, like, don't say oh. yes when you want to say no. Well, no, no, I'm not going to do that. If, if like, you listen to your body. If you're like, oh, I really want to say yes, but no, just say yes. But if you're like, ugh. Bad things are going to happen if I don't say yes, but I really don't yeah, want to. Yeah, no, that's like the no. other side of it is like I'm definitely going to be like, okay, if it doesn't fill my soul. Yes. Sorry, bro. This that's, is my one life. But I also want to just. That's it. I want to travel. I want to see a new country in the new year. I don't know where. No. Hopefully it's allowed with the with the world and the pandemic and how we're doing with everything. But I do. I want to make it happen. I want to see a new country. And then the other thing is I just really want to start building my own brand and just launching it. And the goal is to start being hired to speak, as in being paid to speak places. I want to start making some income from doing that because that is such a passion of mine to just share with others and help others. That's the route I want to go while also building my own podcast, having my own blog going weekly, and really creating my own brand. And on top of it all, make some merch. Mm. Start selling some of my own merch. Get that merch. Trying to get some merch out there. Spread the word. Those are a couple of the big ones. For 2021, for Miguel Fuller, uh. um, I am finally going to start therapy. 
Yes, Miguel, that's the other one. Yes. It is about damn time. Yes, yes, it is girl, time. yes. Um, just because as I sort of dig deeper into the wedding planning process, and it's really starting to uh, how do I phrase it? It's really starting to dig deep into my soul what it means to be married because I have never gotten this close to someone and I never saw it growing up between my mom and my grandmother. They were never in long-term relationships. Mm. So I've never seen it. Yeah. So outside of like the TV shows and stuff that I've watched. And that is fake. That's not real. That's not reality. Really truly understanding what it means to be a partner with someone. And I told Abe, I was like, this is one of the weirdest things that I'm learning like because the past two weeks I've been sleeping on the couch because of my bum knee right now because for some reason it's not it doesn't do well in the bed overnight and I like really miss being in the bed with him like and we have a big old king size bed so like girl he's in one zip code I'm in another but like just being in that same space yeah that's mm. when you have it and then it gets taken away tough it is and it's so and i'm like you're just a flight of stairs above me like i can hear you walk around when you go to the bathroom (laughs) yeah but it's like to have that deep love for someone it's an intimacy factor it is and and i think it was right before we had covid i was at the gym and i was doing a movement and i got like lightheaded and i had to stop for a second and my first thought wasn't Oh, my God, someone help me. Oh, my God, what if I fall? My first thought was, oh, God, I hope I don't die because Abe's going to be really upset. Mm. And I can't imagine taking that away from him and, like, him being that upset and then no one being there to comfort him. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I've never felt these emotions before, and it's so weird. And so I just want to understand what is hiding in my psyche from my childhood that might be a problem or could come up and that would prevent me from feeling certain things. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I think I'm a serial killer, especially since we're watching Dexter right now. That's a good show. Oh, my. And I'm like, girl, I'm crazy. Well, the good news is we're all a little crazy. Right. The bad news is most people don't think it and they never get help to figure themselves out. So I know that I am. I just want to understand what caused it and how can I work through it. Oh, man. There's going to be so much. Oh, don't do the thing my mom did, which I got my mom into therapy last year. Whatever. This year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she went, I don't know, about four times. And then she's like, you can just, I'm I'm good now. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's not how that works. Oh, girl, I got journals full of stuff to talk about. That's the thing. It actually, because like, even if you go once a week. Right. There's. It's not like you just dump out your soul in a bucket right. during that one hour time frame and then you're like, okay, all done. set now. All done. Right. So it's that's why a lot of people don't do it because it's it's the long game. Absolutely. And I'm so proud of you. I'm excited to do it. Um, but that going to therapy also and in, in making sure that I start my marriage right yeah. Yeah, also leads into sort of things I want to do on the side that I've sort of been putting by the wayside and we talked about it earlier about how I want to do more TV things and possibly do a book and I've been nervous because I'm like oh my god how do you do it I don't know how to do it so I'm just not gonna do it yeah Mm -hmm. oh my god it's a lot of work and I'm really tired from waking up at three o'clock in the morning well that didn't stop me in my 20s from doing a lot of different things as well 
So I just got to fucking shut up and do it. Exactly. So starting that process and building my website and figuring out if I'm going to write this book and side TV projects and all these things that are sort of laying the groundwork for the future Mm -hmm. and with also enhancing what we do at Hot 101.5 every morning um, and just diversifying because that's what I always wanted. That's when I thrive Mm. on days before the pandemic, when we would do the show, do the podcast, and I'd have a meeting in Tampa, and then a meeting over here in St. Pete, and then I'd go to CrossFit, then I'd come home and cook dinner, and I'd be like, I feel exhausted, but in a good way. Ah, uh, yeah. I miss that, because that's how Miguel Fuller thrives, is you know me, Holly. Like, when I'm stressed, that's when I'm at my most creative. Yeah. And when I'm just, like, humming with creative energy, and mm-hmm. I'm excited, and I'm living. Yeah, I, I, I have seen that, and it is true. And I want to get to that. Um, and then also continuing in learning more about money and as Abe and I are combining our finances together mm. in building wealth for our future. Yeah. Um, because I'm talking to my mom right now and she's gone through some health stuff and she, it just makes me so sad that life has just fucked her. Yeah, my mom too. Just it sucks when you have that realization. When you realize that, like, how are you going to take care of yourself? Like, it just breaks my heart. And then how many other people are in that same boat exactly. where, like, literally in my budget with our financial planner, I have, like, mom as a line item of, like, I'm already saving to be able to help her out. But, like, if you don't have that, the fuck do you do when you retire? If you don't have a pension or a 401k? I don't know. It just, like, that's, like, a passion of mine is, like, teaching people who were not taught. Like, one of our friends um, who's from Panama City who lives here, and I've been talking with him about his finances and getting him, like, talk about it. Let's talk. Let's work through it. And he just paid off some credit cards. And he was like, I'm so glad I had those conversations because I grew up thinking you should never have those conversations. Mm. And I want to continue to, like, preach on that, that be thoughtful and talk about your finances. Agreed. So that is what I want to do in 2021. I didn't know we were listing like five. I would have come with more. Sorry. No, girl, that's fine. I'm going to stick with my one. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's a good goal. Um, so thank you so much for listening through this year. Um, we started the year in a very traditional, crazy way. And then we had the corn cast. Life turned upside damn down. We've had so many wonderful guests on the podcast that I feel like has opened our eyes to new experiences and new things. Well, the um, one thing I think 2020 gave us all is an opportunity for learning. Absolutely. Yeah. So that has been really cool. And I, I've learned, I've personally learned a lot this year. Oh my gosh. That has changed the way that I look at life. Oh, uh, absolutely. And we're so thankful for you because if it weren't for you listening, um, leaving reviews on Apple podcast and leaving intros for us on the open mic feature, writing us on Instagram, listening to the actual radio show, we would not be able to do this. So thank you. Yeah. Holly, what's all your social media? Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. I do still have Facebook. It is Holly on Hot 101.5. I just, I thought I was going to get back on it after, uh, really after the election. Right. I have not felt any desire. No. And anytime I go on it, by the way, I get angry. Still, it's still a shit show. So you know what? I check it because I have to. Yeah. Uh, but know that I'm not spending my time there. So <laughs> you can find her on the Instagram. I'm really Instagram is my main one. So Instagram, gram. TikTok, and Twitter. That's where you find me. Scott. 
at Scott Tavlin, pretty much everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, all the places. Make sure that you do leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Spotify, or you can always download the free Hot 101.5 app and listen there. And until 2021, yes. have a happy holidays, and we'll see you then. Catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.